Welcome to another episode of the Core Extra Podcast feature, The Attic. Of course, The Attic is where we talk about the supernatural, the paranormal, and the unexplained. And on this episode of The Attic, we're going to discuss the boo hag. My name is Kurt. Uh, Steve's not here today. We uh, can't get in the studio because we are, due to our COVID-19 regulations, So we won't be back in the studio for a couple of days. I am recording this in one of the locations in Cincinnati that is reported to be haunted. I thought that was appropriate. And that location is the Eden Park Gazebo, which we discussed in a previous episode. Um, Also, before we get started, please like and subscribe to our pages on social media. Leave us a review if you get time. And remember that we follow back always on Twitter, trying to keep that 100% follow back rate. So what is a boo hag? So before I get into that, before I get into what exactly a boo hag is, I want to tell you the story about how I stumbled upon this um, particular spirit. So every year, we, we, we being my wife and I go down to the low country low country area of South Carolina and Georgia. Uh, Hilton Head, South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, we go down to that area and we stay for a few months. Well, we used to, not this year. So while down there, um, I started to learn to play the guitar. And I was looking for a practice guitar, just a cheap guitar to practice with. Didn't have any luck finding any, so I decided to go to some bars and ask members of bands, hey, where can I get a decent guitar? One guy, one night, we were in Hilton Head listening to a band, and there was a guitarist up there, and he's playing, so I went up and asked him. I said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm looking for a guitar. And he said, well, you can try here, try there. And another band member said, let him, let him play your boohag guitar. So I looked where the band member was gesturing and there was a guitar, one of those cigar box guitars, right? With three strings, square wood, looks like a cigar box. And the guy just kind of chuckled and he said, yeah, yeah. You know, that was kind of the end of it. Didn't think any more of it. Subsequently, I started searching for a boo hag guitar, right? Because I'd never heard of it. Don't know what it is, but I started looking for one in various pawn shops. Nobody, everybody kind of responded funny, like they didn't know what I was talking about. Uh, So one particular gentleman said, look, I think you're misinterpreting what a boo-hag guitar is. (laughs) So I told him the story that I just told you. And he just kind of chuckled and he asked me, he said, have you ever been to Dufusky Island? Now, I have been to Dufusky Island. Uh, And oh, let me spell Dufusky for you. It's D-A-U-S. F-U-S-K-I-E. Now, it's an island of about 400 people, full-time people. It's right off of uh, the coast of South Carolina. I think it's only really like a mile or so from Hilton Head. We go over on a ferry. Very small. Uh, there's no grocery store, hospital, police station, anything like that. It's it's some residences, of a few business, restaurants, stuff like that. And they have a beach uh, which is a whole other story. It's called Bloody Beach. Please Google that. And uh, it's 
the locals there are called Gullah, G-U-L-L-A-H, and I'll get into that more. So he asked me, have you ever been to Defusky and talked to any Gullah people? And I said, yes. He said, next time you're over there, ask him about a boo-hag guitar. And he kind of chuckled. I left it at that. No big deal. I ended up buying a guitar to practice with. That part of it is over. I buy a guitar, just a regular acoustic guitar. I keep it. I practice with it. That's the end of it. Come back home. Subsequently, the following year, go back down again. So on a day that we're going to go to Defusky, I remember the conversation about the about the uh, boohag. So when we get to Defusky, when you when you take the ferry over, you take a ferry ride over. And when you get off, there's a very small, like a bar uh, bar type area, and you have you have lunch there, and you sit in there, and there are local people, not all local, but there are local people in and out, and local people working in there. So I strike up a conversation with one gentleman outside because also when you get off, there's like a general store and you get your golf carts and that's how you get around the Fusky Island on your golf carts, visiting vendors and just kind of enjoying your day, right? So I start talking to a local guy there because the locals also take the ferry back and forth, right? So I mentioned the name Boohag to him. And he looks at me and he says, where did you hear that? So I explained the story to him. So I said, well, tell me what it is, man. What, what is the deal? You know, you know what I mean? <laughs> and he said, listen, that's a spirit that will come to your house while you're sleeping. Get on top of you and steal your breath. And in some cases, steal your skin. <laughs> and I go, whoa. What is, wait a minute, what is the deal? You have to back up. You have to tell me the story. What is this? So he goes on to tell me that it's a Gullah legend, okay? It's a Gullah legend that these boohags are like vampires, but they steal your breath instead of suck your blood out, okay? So they don't have any skin, and so due to that, they are blood red in color, right? So they tend to disguise themselves in other people's skins. And there's a saying down there that says, don't let the, don't let the hag ride you. Basically what it says. And for them to ride you, that means they come in in the middle of the night while you're sleeping. They fly into your house. They sneak in through a crack. And they ride the victim. Ride the victim. And the victim is rendered helpless. So when the hag is done riding, it flies off to retrieve its skin. Now, usually the victims wake up and they're tired. And they don't know what happened to them. Because here's the deal. The hag doesn't kill the victim because he or she can be a continuous source of energy for them to ride, you see. But if someone starts struggling, the hag will consider them not worth riding again and would take their skin. Now... Of course, you can't live without your skin, right? So that's the story of the boo hag. So now I'm really intrigued and I'm going, wait a minute, you have to back up. How did this start? What is the deal? So to understand all of that, you have to understand the Gullah people. Now, I do want to point out before I go any further that in South Carolina, 
these particular people are called Gullah. In Georgia, it's called Geechee, G-E-E-C-H-E-E. So as we go along, or if you read any more about this, Gullah and Geechee are interchangeable. They're the same group of people. So all total, there's only about 200,000 people who can legitimately call themselves Gullah or Geechee, okay? Now, they come from West Africa and, then, and have their own language, own culture, culture. And the language, when you hear it, is almost like Jamaican. So sometimes it's hard to follow if you're not used to, to, to listening. And when I was talking to this gentleman, um, it was not hard for me to follow, but interesting to follow because uh, I could piece together what he was saying. And then he taught me some of the words and how to understand what was going on. But now the Gullah are known for preserving more of their African, African linguistic and cultural heritage than any other African-American community in, in the United States. And here's some famous people who have Gullah backgrounds, right? It's uh, Darius Rucker from Hootie and the Blowfish, Jim Brown, the great Jim Brown, Michael Jordan, First Lady Michelle Obama, Justice Clarence Thomas, Joe Frazier, and even Dan Dreesen, who used to play for the world champion Cincinnati Reds, our Reds, a little local connection there. Okay, so a lot of people um, that you've heard of, and many, many more. There's many, many more scholars and accomplished people throughout the United States and the world that have Gullah background. Um, so he's telling me, he's, he told me about the story, and of course, you know, me being me, I was like, look, you need to back up, because this didn't come out of come out of nowhere, that all of a sudden they start talking about boo hags. I need to know what's going on. And we kind of chuckled. And he said, all right. He said, look, let me, let me break it down for you. So he said, whether it's folklore or, or, or legend or whatever you want to call it, it's the Gullah people believe that humans have a soul and a spirit. And when someone dies, a good spirit will stay behind to watch over the family. But the bad spirit, a boo hag, will steal energy from the living as they sleep, which might explain why you slept through the night but woke up feeling exhausted. You see what I mean? And again, like he said, they are described as bright red, skinless, protruding blue veins, and there's various interpretations of what they look like. But one thing he told me is very important. If you ever wake up and a boo hag is on your chest, don't fight it. Because if you fight it, they feel you unworthy, and they may just steal your skin. <laughs> so that way, the boo hag can go around disguised in your skin, you see? But before finding a person to steal energy from, they hide their stolen skin, which, which plans to return to it by sunrise. So this is how it ties into the vampire lore, is that, again... The boo hags will only come out at night, only come in your house at, at night while you're sleeping, steal your skin. If, if they determine they're going to steal your skin, they'll steal it. They return it by sunrise, and by sunrise, they're gone. I thought it was interesting when, when talking to him that the correlation with the vampire, I said, well, you know, a lot of vampire lore will tell you vampires can't go over uh, running bodies of water. They can't come into your house um, uninvited, 
but the boo hag seems to to come into your house uninvited and and water was never even an issue so i thought that was um interesting how the two things are the same yet they're also a little different that led me to ask this gentleman what is the deal with this boo hag guitar what what how do, how did i get this confused and he said the situation probably is this there's a there's a, a color of paint called haint blue paint haint is h a i n t and please do some research on that this haint blue paint supposedly repels the bad spirits including boo hags and he noted he pointed out to me if you look around on defusky island you will see um a blue palm like a blue palm print with a red eye in the middle and that is to ward off evil spirits including the boo hag now it's funny when he said that because on previous trips to defusky island i actually saw these markings but i didn't know what it was uh, to be honest I've seen keychains and things like that. Of course, you know, we have to commercialize everything. So when I saw that, I just thought it was a design. I didn't pay any attention to it, and I never asked anybody what the deal was. But that is what the situation is. That is to warm off, ward off evil spirits. And I also thought it was interesting that when I talked to this gentleman and a couple of other people, they said it wards off evil spirits and boo hags so they made a um there was a clear differentiation between just general evil spirits and boo hags which i thought was interesting and quite frankly i didn't ask him to elaborate on that but i wish i had him so probably in this guitar there was the artist put a little strip of haint blue paint and maybe in his mind that when he plays the guitar he's protecting himself against evil spirits now i wish i had known that because i would have asked him what made you put that in there and is this just something that's done and i don't really know the answer to that i was told to i was told also that there's several ways you can ward off the boo hag but none of these ways to me seemed a way to stop them from coming after you totally or forever. It just seems a way to protect yourself when you're in the house. So let me give you some of the ways you can protect yourself from a boo hag. So again, it seems like the most common way to protect yourself is to use hate blue paint because it repels it repels the boo hag. A lot of people paint doors, uh, window sills, window frames, door frames. But you have to remember they're very sneaky, these boo hags are, and they can slip in through cracks and crevices and even through keyholes. Another way that's um, supposed to repel boo hags is keeping a straw broom in your bedroom. Now, for reasons that I wasn't able to determine these boo hags have to stop and count every single strand before they steal your energy because they're naturally curious. That's also the reason to keep a strainer, a regular kitchen strainer on your doorknob so they'll count and stop, stop and count the holes. Now, 
It could take them all night to count the bristles and holes, making it impossible for them to get back to their skin before sunrise. And if they can't do that, they'll be destroyed. That's the logic behind that. So I said there's no permanent way to get rid of them. Now, so you might be thinking, well, you destroyed one. So that's it. Well, maybe. Because I couldn't find anywhere that if you kill this boo hag or destroy this boo hag, other boo hags will leave you alone. I couldn't I couldn't find that. So once and I couldn't find why they target certain people. And I guess the same can be said about vampires. Uh, the vampire legend anyway you hear certain things about well vampires target this person that person but i think a vampire will just eat whenever it whenever it's whenever it's convenient for him but i couldn't find how the boo hag targets people or if there's so many boo hags in one area or if you live in the low country uh, south carolina and georgia and you move to new york city do you still have to protect yourself from boo hags Will the Buhag only attack uh, people in the Gullah region or in the Gullah culture? You know, I could not find any of this. Uh, so I don't know the answers to that. But those were the ways to keep yourself from some self from being um, being attacked by the Buhag. Now, I wanted to find some examples if people talked about this happened to me. Or this happened to, to, to somebody I knew. Now, not surprisingly, people were not very open to me to want to talk about this. Uh, I, I, on several different trips, I tried to find actual people who who had um, experienced boo hags. And nobody was standing in line to tell me their stories. Uh, people didn't like to talk about it. At least I can say they didn't like to talk about it to me. So um, I, don't, I don't know if a local person was talking to them while on Defusky Island or Hilton Head or Savannah, if, um, if um, they would be more open. But I couldn't get a lot of people to talk about it. Now, interestingly enough, I would talk to non-Gullah or non-Geechee people, and they would just blow it off and say, well, it's just a stupid superstition. Uh, or it's just a legend like vampires and werewolves. Now, for me personally, even if I don't believe it, I always respect the people that do believe it because that's their belief. So I don't write anything off as just a stupid legend for me personally. So not finding a lot of people want to talk about it. I went to the Internet because that's what we do now. Right. So I did find one person. Now, this was on a paranormal blog. Uh, a lady by the name of Ashley. I won't give her full name, but but um, here's what she said. She said, I think I was visited by a boo hag. I was lying in bed one night and I felt my breath leave me. I heard a weird moaning gasp sound accompanied by this feeling of not being able to breathe and woke up to a disembodied old hag's face that faded out and disappeared as soon as I looked at it. Now, I don't know this person. Uh, I didn't try to contact this person. I don't know this person's background. But according to them, um, they've been haunted or visited by one of these boo hags. Now, when you listen to how the boo hag operates, 
it you 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 get the sense that it's like the sleep paralysis that people dealt with. Now I can tell you on a personal note, I have never been visited by anything that I thought was a boo hag, but I've had different dreams or different experiences where you ever have that feeling where you can't move and you tie it down uh, in, in your bed, that sleep paralysis they talk about. But one interesting story um, about that that happened to me is when I was a kid, now I had to be about 10 years old, I was having one of those one of those dreams, right, where you, you, you can't move, you just paralyzed in the bed and 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 um whether it's a a creature or a monster you know you don't really know as a kid but this one particular time i had one of those dreams or experiences and the person that was walking into my bedroom in the dream or in the experience where i couldn't move was a vampire but the part that was that was interesting was it was a female vampire. It had on the Bella Lugosi look, you know, uh, with the long cape and that, because that was my image of a vampire back then, right? The long cape, uh, the, the dark eyes, the long fangs, but it was clearly a female. And at the time, I thought it was strange because I didn't know female vampires existed. Again, I'm a little kid, right? And I can't move. So now when I'm hearing about these boo hags, which are similar to vampires, well, wait a minute, let me, let me stop there. Clearly I survived this and I didn't get my skin ripped off. But when I'm hearing about these boo hags visiting people, the first thing I thought about when that guy was telling me, I was thinking, wait a minute, I had a female vampire visit me. Even if it was in my mind and I couldn't move, I was paralyzed. In one of those sleep paralysis things. So maybe back then that was a boo hag. I don't know. I mean, I had no connection to South Carolina. I have relatives that were from Georgia around the Atlanta area. But I don't know. Maybe it was. So when I when I heard, like I said, when I heard this, that's the first thing I thought about is, oh, man, I was visited by a female vampire. That doesn't mean it's a boo hag, but it's certainly some correlation there. I mean, to the entities, not necessarily to happening to me. While in Hilton Head in Savannah, I never had any experiences like that. I've never saw anything creepy or, or heard people tell me a lot of stories about creepy things, even though I've been to Defusky Island a lot. But I can tell you this about Defusky Island. When you're over there, and I cannot describe it, and this is why I ask, I suggest everyone stop there if you, if you can to take a tour. It's a whole different feeling you get over there when you're there. I'm not telling you it's a bad feeling, and I'm not telling you, but it's a, it's a relaxing, calm, safe feeling. Like I said, they don't have any police department. And when you go over to Defusky Island, there, there are people who are, are selling items. They're selling art items and so forth. This one particular guy is selling things off of his front porch. They are metal sculptures. And he just has a box 
where you pick up the sculpture, it has a price tag on it, you put your money in the in the box. So I didn't talk to the gentleman that's doing that. I talked to the gentleman that was telling me about the Gullock culture and the um, the uh, Buhag. And I said, you know, aren't people worried that you'll steal, that, that people will come here and just pick up their items and just walk off the porch and not pay for it? And he looked at me very matter-of-factly matter and said, this island protects us. We're not worried about anybody stealing from here. Now, take that for... <laughs> Take that for what it's worth. Or, you know, I can't put words in his mouth. I can only tell you what he said. So when I was riding back on the ferry, riding back after getting this whole story, um, I started wondering that, you know, you're down here, you're in, you're in this low country, uh, you're in Georgia, you're in South Carolina. Uh, that's the low country area. And I hear this story. And I start looking around as we're, as we're coming back, and I'm thinking, how many other stories are out there in places you visit that you don't want to hear? I mean, that you, don't, that you don't hear about if you don't ask. Because I would imagine if I'd have never said anything, I could have been going to Dafusky Island for the next 10 years and never heard this story. Just like I never asked what the, um, what the blue palm print with the red eye in the middle uh, stood for. Um, so if I never asked, I would never know. So that's part of what we do here on the attic is we try to find out about the paranormal, the supernatural, and the unexplained. We try to ask the questions, um, whether it's about a legend or whether it's about a happening or an event. We try to ask because things could be going on all around us right now that we don't know about. I was in, in a store after I came back from Duffusky, I was in a store in um, Hilton Head, South Carolina, and I casually asked a woman if she had she had ever heard um, a story of a boo hag, and she just looked at me and she says, "Yeah," she says, "I've heard those stories," and I said, "Can you tell me one?" And she looked at me again, a very matter of factly, and said, "No, I don't want to talk about it." So I left it at that. I don't know what that meant. But I left it at that. And with that, we're at the end of another episode of The Attic. This one was called The Boo Hag. So I hope you enjoyed it. And we look forward to bringing you some other episodes in the future. We have a lot of things lined up uh, in studio and live cast for the holidays. We're going to do the best we can with our uh, COVID restrictions, but we're going to do the best we can to... Uh, bring you new episodes and stay engaged with the listeners. So in, in uh, closing, please like subscribe, review us. We're on all social media platforms. Um, on this episode um, page, I will post our link tree so you can find us. And um, again, with that, I just want to sign off and thank everybody for listening to the core extra podcast and our feature the attic. Everybody stay safe. And again, thanks for listening.